Hello and welcome to Mark and Zach's Introspective Half an Hour, where we look at life from a different perspective and we cover all things lifestyle and um, everything in between, really, from what we call a different perspective, but also from an out- outsider's point of view. And we've had many definitions of what an outsider is, but from my perspective anyway, it is somebody that somehow just can't feel connected to what's going on around him or herself. And as a result, feels slightly alienated or disconnected from the world in general. And possibly this is because of our childhood and the way we were brought up and how, how we basically built a wall around ourselves to protect ourselves and to filter any sounds, noise or people in general that don't fit in with our outlook on life. So that's pretty much what I call an outsider. But I'm not alone because I'm joined as ever by my friend, co-creator, co-presenter and co-outsider, Zach. Zach, what do you think or how do you perceive an outsider? Hello, listeners. I see an outsider as someone um, who struggles to connect to the wider world. Um, From my own perspective, there's some of us, I feel, that uh, a lot of artists are like this, a lot of creative people, where they're more inward-looking, a bit more internal, um, and see the world quite differently um, because of their emotions and their sensitivity to it sometimes, and can't quite understand or comprehend why some human beings behave in a certain way. And there are some in this world who have positions of authority and power who question where, what are they thinking? What's the point? What's the what's the driver? What's Why behave like that? And I think a lot of outsiders struggle to understand how humans, um, certain humans, behave the way that they do because it's not inclusive and it's not sort of... Um, there's no love involved or and I think a lot of outsiders can be quite sensitive people yeah I think we we spend a lot of time questioning questioning um trying to understand and I guess if people don't understand or if we're not given the forum or the opportunity to clarify I do feel from my own perspective once something is clarified or explained to me then I feel like a weight has disappeared. Yeah. Um, so I totally agree with that. I think we are sensitive people. We are creative people. We are expressive people. Um, but I think on our own terms, and that makes us probably a little bit more on the inf- inflexible side. Yeah. yeah. Um, which does cause some complications. <laughs> It can, yeah, it's in a way by creating these questions, you're kind of, I mean, certainly it's happened to me in the past. You're, you're labeled as a bit of a troublemaker or a rebel because you're, you're asking questions of which you're quite right in that, um, you just need to understand what, what it is. You don't need to understand even why sometimes, but how, you know, certain rules that are put into place. Why are those rules in place? What's the, what's the purpose? Where do we go 
through it. But because you've raised your hand or raised your head and asked, some sometimes the answer has been, well, we've always done it that way. And to me, that's not a good enough answer. Just because it's always done that. What's Einstein's quote? The fool is the person who does the same thing every day and expects different results. So we but the very nature of questioning then in this world that we're in suddenly creates the rebel label the which then in turn creates the outsider because you're not part of the little the little group you're off on your own and then they start labeling you as a dreamer as a um uh, i don't know i mean how many times are artists you know it's it's not seen as a proper job to be an artist you've got to get a proper job not be an actor or a painter, go and work in a bank or in a call centre. That's a proper job. But it's soul-destroying t- to some. I tell you I tell you something, Zach. I, I think it's kind of interesting. I've been reading um, and listening to various uh, documentary-style uh, questionnaires or, or, or um, interviews, should I say, with not necessarily super famous people, but... You know, there's various radio programs where they interview uh, people who've chosen to do something that they're passionate about, which I always find you know, very intriguing. And as it happens, most of the interviews that I've listened to are people, are people that are both obviously creative, expressive types, quite driven types, and also people that come from let's use the word tra- traumatic as a loose word because obviously that's defined in many, many different ways and there's many versions of that, but come from either broken or traumatic backgrounds um, or from parents that are very uh, supportive of their talents mm. and, you know, are 100% driven to nurture their, their, their to nurture them. But most often, more often than not, that's not the case. They have found something and then they just sort of relentlessly pursue it. And I think this is really, really important. I think this is the centre of all the things we've discussed and we've discussed over the last 40 plus podcasts, which is almost a year, listener, uh, almost a year you've been with us, which we are entirely, entirely grateful for and so happy that you're with us. But I think it also boils down to this, this parental thing. I keep bringing it up because you've got to have the self-belief and you've got to have the confidence to move forward. And, and that either comes from, you know, the formative years and from, from nurture and support or just, you know, fixation and focus on, on making it happen. Mm. Um, and I think if you come from either of those camps, then probably or more likely you are to be down the path that you need to be on yeah but if you don't if you fall somewhere in the softer option between the two um possibly where you have many options but don't have the belief or the support to to follow it through then you end up in a kind of no man's land Hmm. and and i think the more we're in that world the more of a frustration it is and the more we're likely to beat ourselves up internally over it. And therefore, back to the point we're, right, we're raising, the more questions you yeah. tend to ask is my point. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's very true. I, I would. It's interesting how it, it seems to me that the it's the arts of the the artists and the arts as a sort of as a career um, which tends to get the flack and tends not to be taken so seriously. But I was just thinking, you know, if 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 somebody woke up, if somebody was their passion was engines and they decided to become a mechanic not many parents or or peers would say oh no 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 go and get a proper job you don't want to go be a mechanic they would encourage that person to be a mechanic because i suppose in in their eyes it's something that serves a purpose and it's something that people will gain benefit from that people need a mechanic and i think and I might be wrong here. I'm open to uh, to uh, to an alternative opinion. That that's because if you said I want to become an actor or I want to become a painter, the the worth of it isn't seen as much in society. However, it is. We found out in the lockdown how important culture is and um, the arts are to people's emotional well being. There's the other extreme thought of that as well, you know, Zach. And I've, I was just thinking in my head while you were talking. There are three celebrities that come to mind. Um, were asked the questions: if their children wanted to do what they were doing, what they were famous for, would they support it? One of them was Hugh Grant, which was kind of funny because he said that he um, he's got three children and he's seen all three of them in the kids plays at school and he said they were all dreadful so I don't have to worry about that <laughs> which was kind of a you know a humorous response yeah you've got David Beckham who's got two of his kids I think who want to be footballers um who knows we don't know what the outcome is going to be and he does support them right he does probably spoil them he probably gives them everything that they need are they going to be as good as he is or are they going to hit the level he's I mean question mark but he yeah. is supporting them um and the thing is again it's the, the to the which extreme which level do you go you either say yeah. no you're not doing that or yes if you want that my darling you can have that you know neither is guaranteed i mean one will guarantee you a platform of an opportunity but whether or not you've got the natural talent to carry it off is uh, is something else but um it's kind of two extreme levels here. And yeah. uh, I think it, it's, it's, it's a very interesting field because it, it, there's so many potential outcomes. Um, but to answer your point really about the being a, you know, a, a train buff or somebody who likes to play with mechanics or engines or whatever, um, it does seem less harmful or less, uh, problematic as being you know than being expressive mm. however sometimes the person that's playing with the train set is doing that to block out the rest of the world anyway because yeah. you know the noise going on around them there are so many implications with this and this is why we have so many podcasts because being an outsider can tri be triggered from so many perspectives and points of view um and even to the other extreme of the uh, spectrum, where incredibly famous, well-known um, and successful people 
are also outsiders, yeah. you know, where they literally are to the other extreme and they're almost hermits Yeah, because they don't want to deal with day-to-day life on any other term than their own. So it's not really um, one thing or the other. This is just, I suppose, being aware of where you are in the scheme of things. Yeah, being aware of, of who you are and, and being learning to be true to who you are and not sort of taking i mean you can take advice from people you can take uh lessons from where people have made mistakes or where they've made successes you can take all of that information in but you have to filter it in and and turn it into something for yourself um because you can't lead anybody else's life you have to lead your own life and i wonder if there's a lot of people who lead their lives pleasing other people because and because that's what they've been told to do people pleasing yeah absolutely Mm. that's another outcome being an outsider because you just want people to be happy and respond to you in a positive way what we try and do on this podcast is to to share our own real life experiences but to give you you know listening the opportunity to continue to to share your experiences and your um, views Um, and what we also do is we provide platforms and um, we are working on forthcoming events and webinars now where we can share in a kind of face-to-face or at least on a screen-to-screen basis where we can uh, meet see greet talk and share views because I think once you get on top of this as a syndrome or as an experience or as an outlook on life, once you get on top of it and you're aware and you realise how you're behaving because of this um, and what it's costing you, what it's what's holding you back from, you know, all of your great potential, um, then, you know, then there's a real sort of step to your chosen pathway, the way you should be going. And I think that's really what we hope for uh, hope to achieve isn't it Zach I think that's what we're trying to do most definitely um certainly um I've found just doing this for nearly a year in which we've done it and using this podcast to explore why I've behaved certain ways why I've reacted in a certain way um has been so beneficial and I think uh it would be it would be not only would it be enjoyable because we obviously we talk about things in a um we talk about heavy things at times, but we we come at it from a non-judgmental place, which sort of makes it a lively conversation um, and try and have a bit of humour involved in it because life, after all, is quite absurd at times. Um, but it, it's beneficial for, for the, an individual to go through this process and to um, not to sort of be worried about labels or anything, just to be honest about who you are um and try and figure out why it is that you react in a certain way um, that's part of the point of this of our podcast part of the point of our weekly discussions also to find a different perspective because you can be stuck in a place not seeing where you are or a way out and by talking through it or just by being shown a brief window then it can change your perspective on on uh, on a way forward so 
It's been a, re- a remarkable journey, as they like to say, in certain fields. One of the things I wanted to add to that, and, um, just to sort of round off what you've just said, Zach, is that we are coming up to a magical number on our podcast. We're coming up to our 50th podcast, which is quite, you know, quite something in the scheme of podcasts. Um, we've been together now for nearly a year without uh, any windows being broken or any uh, assaults on the street, which is a wonderful thing. Not that we do that kind of thing anyway. Um, and so what we're going to be doing, just so that you know in advance, is I'm not sure if it's going to be the next one or the one after, but we're going to start up series number five, which is very exciting, which is going to be more of a how-to type podcast where we're going to go through, you know, the awareness, the realisation and the various steps available to really living out your potential rather than living in your head or in the clouds or behind a wall or whatever. And most importantly, I think we are really trying to talk to creative, expressive types of people. Not, not that we're exclusive only to those, but basically because Zach and I are from that kind of mindset, we can kind of relate to that sort of zone. And if you are an engineer or a mechanic or somebody and, you know, you're still you're still with us and enjoying this, then absolutely please feel free to. But uh, an expressionism is multifaceted. It's not just through the arts, but we are kind of that way inclined, so to speak. But really, I think we, we've come to realisation from feedback and speaking to others that, you know, they'd like a little bit more or you would like a little bit more guidance or support or structure to, to thoughts and so we're going to start working towards that um, coming up soon. So you'll see it, obviously, when, hopefully you're subscribing and you're uh, following us and whatever. And if you are, then this will obviously automatically come into your feed anyway. It will be the same, more or less the same format, but with a little bit more of a structured process attached to it, which is quite exciting, isn't it, Zach? I'm very excited by it. I think it will be. Uh, I think it will be fascinating, and um, it will also it will help us. We're, I mean, we're always. What I love about uh, doing this, and also about life in general, is since I've sort of opened doors um, and allowed things in, I'm learning stuff all the time, new things all the time, and I think that is um, to explore yourself, but also to be open to lots of things. Um, and what lessons I will be learning as I read various books and different things, I will be very happy to put into uh, each week's podcast so we can try and find answers that maybe you've not heard before or something that's a little bit uh, little bit different or edgy or from a different perspective. But we've also got our own material that we've created, which are coursework which is designed to do exactly what it says on the tin which is what we've discussed so we've got a structure already in place but uh, of course we will be adding materials to that from our own delving and diving and resourcing and stuff like that so uh, yeah quite quite excited about that it's very exciting um, it'd be like one of those um what are they called is it like an image board or something memory is it a memory board or something like that we just start plonking things on it and um, and uh, seeing the beautiful colour that it will create. Jackson Pollock-esque kind of thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that, not me. <laughs> yeah. 
Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think we could go with that. But yes, I mean, um, you know, if you're whatever your role is in life at the moment, um, there's always a lot more inside. So come join us. Let it all go and let it all flow. <laughs> okay. All right, Zach. Anyway, um, I think we'll wrap it up for this week. It's been great seeing you again. And um, I look forward to catching up next week. And thank you, everyone, who continue to listen, follow, subscribe to our podcast. Um, and, of course, as ever, you can find us on um, YouTube, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook. Facebook, Zach. Where is it on Facebook? At Hip Not To Be Square. That's the baby. So you can Very find good. us there. And, uh, and we will see you all next week. Until then, it's goodbye from him. And it's a goodbye from him. <laughs> see, goodbye. You, see you next week. Bye.